0: You know, there's lots of galleries and, I mean, I think you can find affordable places there still because it's still, I think, enough, like, off the radar. But there's a lot of celebrities that go there now. and
1: Like us. <laughs> like the Extra Pack of Peanuts <laughs> podcast. This is the final call for of The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast. Episode 331. Sri Lanka is said to be the only country in the world where you can see the world's largest land mammal, the elephant, and the world's largest marine mammal, the blue whale, in a single day. Did you know the blue whale was equal to the size of 25 elephants? While Heather and I may not know where we're going this winter... And we're going to need your help with that. So listen to this podcast and then give us your suggestions at Pack of Peanuts on Twitter. I do know two things. One, I will not be spending my birthday, January 3rd, in Philadelphia. No, 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 no. I will be somewhere much cooler, much more exotic, and hopefully much warmer. Second, I know that wherever we go, I'm going to be traveling with my Tortuga backpack. So no matter what place we pick that's on our list that you're going to hear today, or whether it's a place that isn't even on our list because it's an awesome suggestion that comes from you, I'll be traveling with my Tortuga backpack. And if you're looking for the best travel carry-on backpack out there, you can check them all out, tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use that promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because that'll get you 10% off your entire order. A reminder that if you haven't checked out our two other projects, what are you waiting for? You can go do that right now if you're someone who is interested in becoming location independent, possibly. You want to dive into it. You want to see what it's all about. You want to figure out how you can work from anywhere in the world instead of only taking a two-week vacation. Travel can be a much bigger component of your lifestyle. You can do that over at locationindie.com. Best thing to do there. Hop on our email newsletter list. We'll get you a ton of free goodies. You'll also know when the community opens again. Second, you want cheap flights, right? You're a traveler. Cheap flights are the gold standard of travel, because if you can get cheap flights, then that makes travel a lot more affordable. We've got an app for you that does just that. It's on the App Store. It's also in the Google Play Store, so you're on your phone probably listening to this right now. You could pause it, go to one of those places, download the JETTO app, J-E-T-T-O, that'll send you the cheapest flights from the airports that you pick directly to your phone. If you like it, you book it. If you don't, no big deal, so go check that out. You'll also get a free trial to our premium version, which is pretty awesome. You can check that out over on the App Store or on Google Play. You can do that right now, right from your phone. Download the Jetto app. All right, on to the show. One, two, three. I'll
0: show you parents.
1: Travel nerds and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host Travis Sherry, and joining me today, for the first time on the EPop Podcast, someone who is getting a little bit of treatment while recording this podcast. I feel like I'm with like a professional athlete or something. Maybe next she's going to jump in an ice bath, pop into an ice bath while she's recording. My wife, my constant travel companion, and someone who is wearing. A neck? A sack of corn (laughs) around their neck?
0: Okay. You are ridiculous. This is so bizarre that you're even talking about this. Yes, I have a little bit of a neck ache. So I have a reusable heating pad that you heat up in the microwave on my neck.
1: There you go. We're going to bring in the masseuse later. She'll probably be getting a pedicure while she does her next podcast. Oh my gosh. A girl
0: can only dream.
1: Living in luxury over here, Heather. And today... We're going to be doing something really fun and we're going to be doing our top winner destinations of 2018. And to preface this podcast, we did it last year and whenever we do these list podcasts, we always have a few rules. The first rule...
0: That we always break.
1: we always break. But the first rule is that neither of us know each other's answers.
0: And we don't break that one because I have no idea what your list is. So it's just as exciting for me as everyone listening.
1: Right. We also at this point... For winter destinations this time, we're saying that these can be places that we have not been to before. So sometimes when we do a list, they have to be places that we've that we've ventured to before. This time, because we're running out of places that we've been, even though we've traveled a lot, you know, they've come up on a lot of the different podcasts. This the way that we're doing this show is that Heath, you and I want to go away out of the Philadelphia area. In January and February of this coming year of 2019. And so the way we kind of approach this list is what are the places that we most want to go to? And I kind of also looked at it as like, what is most feasible? Like where, if we're thinking about places that we actually want to go to for January and February of 2019 for this winter, where do we want to go and what might we actually go to?
0: Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Basically, Where would I want to spend a couple of weeks to a month to two months? Now, it doesn't mean that you have to. You can easily go to all of the places on my list for a week, more likely two weeks. Some of them are a little further from the US and you wouldn't want to go for just a week. But yeah, they're all places that I really have been wanting to go and would be so happy spending the winter months there because... They're a little bit more fun than Philadelphia, shall we say?
1: That's right. That gives you a background on where this list is coming from. So it's born out of our desire to actually figure out where we want to go in January and February. Because I, I made Heather promise me my birthday is January 3rd. And I made her promise me that I would either be surfing on a beach or skiing down a mountain on my 30 f-
0: 36? 36. 36th birthday, birthday,
1: January 3rd. 2019. So that's how we're going to be attacking this list. And again, as Heather mentioned, you can go to these places for any amount of time. But that was our thought process behind it. Before we get too uh, too far into it, before we get into the honorable mentions and of course the list, I did want to let people know we are going to be starting a new podcast. We'll still be keeping this extra pack of peanuts podcast the way it is now. Same long form content, interviews, Heather and I coming on, doing shows, things like that. But I wanted to do a podcast answering your specific travel questions. So this can be general travel questions, or it can be specific travel hacking questions, meaning stuff about miles, points, credit cards, things like that. So if you have questions, if you're listening to this and you have questions that you want us to answer on the show, tweet us, use the hashtag Ask Epop. A S K E P O P. Ask Epop. You can tweet us. You can put it on our Instagram. We're going to be checking that out. You could also reach out to us on Facebook and you can email us as well, but that might get lost a little more. So the easiest way for us to figure it all out is if you do have Twitter or if you're going on our Instagram, you can send us a thing, ask Epop, because we're going to be taking your questions. We'll give you a shout out. We'll recognize you as a person who answered the question. Might even send you a goodie. We don't know. It's just, just coming to fruition now. So Ask EPOP. Use that hashtag to ask any of your travel questions, whether they're general travel or whether they are specific travel hacking questions. That's going to be a short-form podcast, Heth. I'm going to keep myself to under 10 minutes. We shall see. And answer one specific question each episode. All right. On to our show today. Do you have any honorable mentions for your top winner destinations of 2018 slash really 2019.
0: 2019. Of course I do. It wouldn't be a list without some honorable mentions from at least one of us. And I've got some too. Of course. So I have some that are cold and some that are hot.
1: Okay. Give us, throw your honorable mentions out there and I'll give you mine because I have one hot and one cold.
0: Now, if we were going somewhere to ski, it would be cool to go somewhere further away like Europe or even Japan or something like that. But for a month, I'm not sure that I would want to do that. So I just put out there Colorado because I have not been to Colorado in quite a few years. Trav has gone solo the past couple of years. So I am dying to get back there. I would love to go skiing. I would love to hit up all the breweries that I have not been to in years and some new ones that weren't even around when I was there last. So Colorado for sure. And then as far as some warm weather destinations, I would like to explore the Caribbean a little bit more, you know, go back to the Bahamas. We haven't been there since college, so I think we could have quite a different experience uh, if we go back. Hopefully a different experience. So it doesn't have to be the Bahamas, maybe like Turks and Caicos, somewhere down there in the... Caribbean, hopping around, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, and as I prefaced at the top of the show or told you at the top of the show, for me, when I think of winter destinations, it's it falls in two categories. It's either, hey, we're going to be in a winter wonderland skiing and enjoying the snow and the cold weather, like a place that's made for that, or we're going to be somewhere that in the winter is opposite of what a Philadelphia winter would be, so it would be their summer. So for me, it's either... Like you mentioned, hot weather, beaches, or cold weathers, winter wonderlands. Like there's some reason to be there. So my honorable mentions, one was Vietnam. I would love to go back to Vietnam. I
0: almost put that on my actual list.
1: And I I, sorry, I misspoke. Actually, I don't mean I'd love to go back to Vietnam. I'd love to go back to Southeast Asia. We've never actually been to Vietnam. The only reason it's not in the top five for me is that it's a little far and I know I'll always love Southeast Asia no matter where I go. So the ones that are on my list are a little different, are places that I that I want to explore a little more. Trust me, if you dropped me in Vietnam for two months, I'd be a happy camper. My second honorable mention is Switzerland. The only reason this didn't make the top five is because it's crazy expensive. So if we were thinking of going for a month, unless we were able to pull off a house sit, Or find some sort of option that wasn't crazy expensive, I think it'd be just stressful to be there for a month or six weeks because it's so expensive. Yeah.
0: I mean, the skiing is actually cheaper than the resorts in America, but the The housing, the groceries, the going out to eat, yes, it's pretty expensive there. So So if anyone has a house sit
1: or a (laughs) vacation home in Switzerland you know who to call, get a hold of us. We'll be there in a heartbeat. So those are my honorable mentions, Vietnam and Switzerland. All right, we each have five on our list. So we've got 10 total. Again, I don't know your list. You don't know my list. Why don't you start us off, Heth? What is your number five winter destination of 2018?
0: So I think that my list will surprise you, especially my number one is really, I think, okay. going to surprise Travis. Keep but,
1: people listening. I like but, that.
0: All of mine are warm weather, so I just want to throw that out there. I don't have any cold weather ones other than my honorable mention because I love the beach and I could happily stay at the beach all year round, so I have that on my mind with number five, Sri Lanka. We have never been there. We have a friend from Sri Lanka, um, and he and his girlfriend were just there because they live in Australia now, but they they went to visit and their pictures look amazing. Other people's pictures look amazing. It's also very close to India. So we could kind of, you know, like maybe take a little trip over to Kerala and see that whole area. But you could easily find plenty of things to do, I think for, you know, a month or even a week or two in Sri Lanka.
1: Yeah, Sri Lanka sounds fantastic. My number five is coming back across the globe to... (laughs) To somewhere closer to us. And that is one of your honorable mentions. And that is Colorado specifically. Mm-hmm. I'll take any ski town in Colorado. So, again, if anyone has a house, even that they want to <laughs> rent, I mean, if you want us to house it, cool. If you want us to rent it, Nikiva's a good deal, let us know. I'm more than happy to do that. Whether I'm just going to throw that out there, whether it be Colorado or any Western ski town, we're cool. Right? Okay. Have, we're any cool Western that. ski town, sure. Let us know. I know someone last year told us they were in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So, take that too. Um, But specifically for me on my list, it's the place that I know the best in Colorado when it comes to Colorado ski towns. That is Breckenridge. Great base because obviously you have the mountain right there, but you're close to all the other mountains that are part of the Epic Pass. One of the reasons I love Colorado specifically for skiing is because you can get an Epic Pass. And what that means is you can go to all the Vail Ski Resort mountains. There's a bunch of them right there in Colorado. So if we're there for a month, month and a half, Not that you would get bored if you just had one mountain. It'd still be awesome. But you could easily hit up five, six different mountains. The town itself in Breck, really cool town. Love it. Um, It's just fun. It is
0: beautiful. It has lots of great restaurants. A very cool vibe. It's Stunning. I mean, you're just nestled really in the mountains, and then you're kind of at the bottom of Breckenridge Mountain. So, you know, you don't get those epic views because you're already at 10,000 feet, but you're still surrounded by a lot of natural beauty.
1: I like it also because it is a little more of a town than Vale. I mean, Vale is beautiful, but it seems like Disney World. Well, Breck is a year round town. Obviously, it gets popping off in the winter, but yeah, I like the town itself. And I took that into consideration if we're going to be there for a while because you're not going to go ski every day. So, all right, is there stuff to do in the town? Is it relaxed? Is it comfortable? Is it cool? So Breckenridge for me, number five. The only con to that, kind of in the same vein as Switzerland, the skiing might not be that expensive if you get an Epic Pass, you know, $800, $900 bucks for a season and multiple mountains. But finding a place to stay in in a ski town, especially like a Breckenridge or a Vale during ski season is going to be crazy expensive unless you get hooked up. So that was the one con for me.
0: Sure. My number four is the place that we have been to multiple times. But again, I love it so much. I would be happy to spend more time there. And that is Bali. So when I was thinking of going somewhere and going for a month or longer, I just felt as though Bali is a place that you can Really explore a lot of the island. You don't have to just go to the places where everybody goes, like Ubud and and Seminyak. Seminyak and I mean, and they have lots of other beaches, and they. I wouldn't even mind going to some other islands in Indonesia, but I love Bali because number one, they have amazing food, such good food. They have amazing coffee. Wonderful, really, really good coffee shops. There's a lot of Australian influence. So you can find your flat whites and all of these, you know, cool, eclectic, hip coffee places, which are obviously right up my alley. And I love all of the artisans there. I love, you know, just the culture in Bali. So we've been there. We've spent three weeks there before. It was kind of the rainy season when we were there last. I would happily go back.
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with there, Bali. There's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with wrong Bali. With Even with though Bali. we've
0: been there before, it's a place that's near and dear to my heart. So you can't go wrong.
1: My number four, and when you started saying it's a place you've been multiple times, I thought you were going to mention this, but it's probably on your list somewhere. And if it's not, hmm. I, I think it is because before this podcast, you said hola and si to me. <laughs> when I said, are you ready? You said C. Si. So I'm thinking you're talking about Mexico, and that is my number four. But instead of being on the Yucatan Yucatan Peninsula on the eastern side of Mexico, which is the only part we've ever been to, which is a bit crazy. and, And I think Mexico in our heads and in a lot of people's heads who live in the U.S., gets a little undersold. You don't really think about Mexico as much. You think I about think c-
0: about Mexico all the time.
1: Okay, well, does. It's
0: not on my list, but I think about it all the time. Well, so maybe <laughs> while you think about it, it's not even on your list of top winter destinations. But I
1: guess the point of Mexico is that I think... We push it off. Same with the Caribbean a little bit, which you mentioned earlier, because it's so close. We think Bali, Thailand, at least I know I do. You think more exotic stuff. But Mexico has everything you could want in it. And so when I'm talking about Mexico for this trip, I'm actually thinking of the western coast of Mexico, which we have never been to. I did a little bit of research. And if again, if anyone has recommendations on any of the things we're talking about especially a tiny town in Mexico that that you love let us know i'm sure there are recommendations out there the problem with doing research is where do you begin right there's you type in there's so
0: many best places best small
1: fun town with a beginner surf break like that's what you type in google and then <laughs> you know you go from there so i'd love to have some recommendations but i was looking for we're looking for a smaller town in mexico not not like a remote town but a smaller town on the beach you're able to surf Obviously, good food. That's going to be prevalent everywhere in Mexico. So, um, I found two, uh, one area that I thought was really cool, and I've never been. I don't know anyone who's been, but Mazunte and Zipolite in Oaxaca. So... The cool thing is we know people have gone to Oaxaca and, and that's love kind of Oahuaca. a digital yeah. nomad hotspot. The The city of Oaxaca, But that's
0: not on the beach. Right. So this is about So six. And that's why, that's the reason why I didn't pick it is because I want to be somewhere near the beach. Well, here and we I go. And I didn't do any research about small towns in Mexico. Well, here so. we
1: go. You can get to Oaxaca in about five and a half, six hours. So you could easily go up there for a week, weekend, whatever. But I'd like to stay on the beach. So Mazunte and Zipolite... Are the towns, the little areas that I saw in on a, the Google, <laughs> on a search that was basically best small beach okay. towns in Western Mexico. So if anyone has a recommendation, let me know. But Mexico, I think for us, would be fun. The only con to Mexico for me. There's a con? Is... Here it is. It's a small country. Is that we've been there before? So typically, I'm like,
0: I want to go somewhere new.
1: You know, you get that itch to cross a different country off. Now, I've never been to Western Mexico. So... It is somewhere new, but just in your head because it has the same yeah, name as a country. Yeah, and that's why
0: I didn't even, that's why I didn't choose Mexico because we've been before, even though we've been to Bali before, I know. But Mexico is close and we've been there right. before. It doesn't so, seem like as big a trek. You know, but I was trying to open up my mind to some new places uh, because other than Bali, everywhere on my list is new. Okay. Um, which brings me to my number three. It has been on a lot of our lists. You guys could probably all guess it. I'll give it a go. I'll speak
1: for the the masses here. Morocco?
0: No, not Morocco. Only because I don't know. Morocco isn't necessarily super warm in January. I mean, I think it's, you know, 60s or 70s. And it's also not, you know, a real beachy destination. So, yes, I still want to go to Morocco. But we're also spending a month or two there. Mm, Didn't make my list. But New Zealand did, which has been on our list multiple times because we want to go. We want to go when it's warm, which would be... In January, February, I feel like we could easily spend a lot of time there because it's there's so much to see and do. You know, we could rent a camper van or we could just go to a few different spots and get an Airbnb and stay at each one for like a week or two. And another thing that I thought when I was picking my destinations is that I wanted to go places where there would be a lot to do, but you didn't feel as though you had to see everything all the time because we also need to be working during these trips. So, I mean, I know that New Zealand does have a lot to see, but a lot of it's natural stuff. So I feel like it could be a nice atmosphere for working as well.
1: The only reason I didn't put New Zealand on my list, as you mentioned, it's been on both of our lists, our our wish list that we do every year uh, right up at the top. Is because I knew if we were there for six you weeks really or a month, so I'd want to get into Camp yeah. Fran and I'd want to bomb around yeah. and see as much as I could. And to me, this year, the January, February it's time more frame, about staying in one spot. Yeah, staying in one spot. Not that we can't travel from it, but bunking in a little bit. And I, I just knew myself that if you took me all the way to New Zealand yeah. and we had six weeks, it would be very hard for me even to do two weeks, two weeks, two weeks and pick three areas because if. If I was in the Southern Island, like, no, I got to go here, here, here. So that was the only reason New Zealand didn't make my list.
0: Yeah. And that's fair, but I still really want to go and I feel like we could manage it. And I feel as though other people out there who are listening to this could easily go for a two week trip and just have an absolutely wonderful time.
1: Sure, sure. And I, again, we're talking from, we're coming at this from our, hey, we've got six weeks to two months that we want to spend somewhere. I also knew that getting over New Zealand, a bit of a trek, not that I wouldn't do it, but it seemed a little bit overwhelming because I knew I'd want to go around it and really dig into it and do some research. And I just thought, I think I just want to relax, sure. get some work done. So anyway, where I could do that, my number three, a place I've wanted to go to. This was on my winner list last year. I try not to, you know, we it's not that we don't put the same place on the list because I want it to be a true testament of what our thoughts are at this point but I don't just want to repeat the list from last year. This one is good enough that I couldn't knock it off the list. That's Cartagena in Colombia. Okay. Again, fairly easy to get to from the US. You know, you're know, you going uh, like an eight hour or less plane ride. It's easier to get to. Decent surfing in Cartagena, right there on the Caribbean coast. I just thought, man, I've always wanted to go to Colombia. We could go up to Medellin. We could see some of Colombia, but if I'm planted somewhere and I'm traveling from there. The place I'd want to be is Cartagena. Okay. Great time. January, February, 84 to 89 every day. No rain. Beach. I mean. That sounds pretty fantastic. Yeah.
0: Why not? Why not? Why not? So Cartagena
1: to me is one of those places that I could very feasibly see us ending up in January and February.
0: All right. Wow. That's a very strong statement. I like it. My number two is a place that we have never been to. It is part of the U.S. Can you guess?
1: Alaska. No, oh, wait, Burr. January, February, Hawaii. Burr, the opposite. Hawaii.
0: Hawaii. I'm <laughs> blank. Does anyone want to go to Alaska in January and February? I mean, probably a lot of people do, and I know that there's fun stuff up there. But I would love to go to Hawaii. We have still never been to Hawaii, and I can't think of a better place to spend a month or two. I mean, there's so many islands. I feel like we could easily find accommodation because we wouldn't have to go to some, you know, really touristy spot where a lot of people go where it's very expensive. We could find, you know, a smaller island and an Airbnb or something like that and just totally chill out and talk about surfing. I mean, doesn't everyone go to Hawaii to surf?
1: I- not everyone, but a <laughs> lot of people. I Hawaii would be great. Way back when we first started the website, I remember getting a handwritten letter. And if you're listening, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. From a grandma who lived in Kauai, who had a bed and <laughs> breakfast. And she just kept saying, I, I've heard you talk about never having been to Hawaii before. This was when we were writing just on our blog. I don't even think we had our podcast. She was awesome. She wrote me a letter. If you ever come to Hawaii, Come stay with me, please. I'd love to meet this and that. If you're listening, (laughs) please email me, Trav at extrapackofpeanuts.com. Or if anyone's listening has any, again, any connections to any of these places, because for us, if we're going to pay for stuff, we'd obviously rather pay a friend or a friend of a friend or someone who listens. Also, we love that authentic experience of, of actually getting to meet up with people. So I've always thought, man, I don't know where that letter got to. I don't know how to reach out to her. But... I think I messed up not keeping that letter. <laughs> yeah, so, seriously. I I yeah, Hawaii anywhere in Hawaii would be would be fantastic. And again, a, a totally new place for us, which is always fun as well. My number 2 is a place that I've been we've both been to, but only a tiny part of it. And we're going back to cold weather here. This was my number 1 last year. I'm not sure how feasible it is that we do this this year because we have wit. And so skiing, you know, and we're not around our parents. There's no one to look after them. So feasibility of us doing this might be low, but the desire to do it is very high.
0: Slovenia? No, close. Austria. Austria. Okay, Going
1: to Austria. I'd love to ski in Innsbruck, get to hang out in Salzburg. We've been to Vienna but it'd be sweet to, you know, this would be after Christmas time, so I guess we wouldn't be doing the Christmas markets per se, but just winter time. I mean, when you when I think of winter wonderlands, in my mind, Austria and Switzerland are kind of those winter wonderlands, yeah. and I would love to be there again, bunking down somewhere. But Austria has the benefit of being. In very good proximity to a bunch of other places, hop on a train, go sure. to a couple days somewhere. If there's a festival going on up in somewhere in Germany, pop down. If you know, blah blah blah. The obviously the options are endless there. So for me, when we do a winter wonderland trip or a ski season somewhere, because I've always wanted to do a ski season in a place, I I would love for it to be in Austria. This year might be a little too early. Wits a little young. Yeah. We'll only be a year old, but maybe keep it on the back burner for next year.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a great option. And I also think that, I mean, spending six weeks to two months there, I mean, because I have beaches on my brain, definitely would be my first choice. But going for two weeks, I would be down with that. Yeah. Well, my
1: parents both are retired, so maybe (laughs) we could talk one of them to coming to Austria. Both of them, they can watch the little guy. And I'm with you that, it does seem long. I kind of have Beach on the Brain too. But if you drop me there Oh I, you
0: you would be happy. I
1: think we would four weeks to six I weeks mean, would fly by. Austria
0: has some of the most beautiful quintessential villages and in in the summer or in the winter. But you see more of the the pictures in the summer, you know, with the snow everywhere and it's very idyllic for that, you know, that wintry wonderland escape.
1: And has the benefit of being significantly cheaper than some of its neighboring countries when we talk about Switzerland and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, which so is a benefit. I, I would be happy to go to Austria. Okay. For six weeks, maybe not, but... Um, all right, all
1: right. Guys, you know. I need someone to go to Austria for six weeks with me. <laughs> Hit me up. Let me know. Heather's going to be on a beach somewhere. We'll be skiing.
0: Okay, so now to my number one. Your number one. Which... Which I you mean, said
1: would surprise me. I
0: don't think that you would be able to get, guess this at all. I, I am pretty
1: much at a loss at this point.
0: This destination is a place that Trav has wanted to go to for basically as long as I can remember. I mean, before we got married, I feel like this was your Buenos number Aires? one. No. No. I don't know. Next to, well, next to Argentina. Uruguay. 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 Okay. So... We have Th- never that's, been... This is shocking yeah, to me. Yeah, so shocking, right? Well, here's why. Basically speechless. <laughs> this used to be Trav's number one destination. He talked about it a lot before we traveled extensively and before we had the blog and the podcast and all of that going back at least 10 years.
1: I love the soccer player, Diego Forlan. I love their jerseys. And I thought Uruguay was cool because it was off the radar. Everyone, oh, I'm going to Argentina. I'm going to Brazil. I'm thinking... Wait, tucked in between Brazil and Argentina is this tiny country that no one talks about that I really want to go to and still do. I just kind of, I forgot about it too.
0: We haven't been to South America yet, which is crazy to me because we've wanted to go for a long time. And of course we were avoiding the whole Zika thing, you know, while we were trying to get pregnant and then we had wit, So now we really have no excuse not to go. And... I was thinking, well, you know, Brazil is like a big hotspot. everybody goes to Brazil and everybody goes to Argentina. And also these places like Chile I've always wanted to go to. But again, I feel like if we go to Argentina or Chile that we would want to see so much. And we also just want to spend time, you know, as a family, relaxing, but also doing a lot of work. It's not going to be just like a vacation where we can see like an entire country. So, that's why I was thinking of Uruguay and I looked up I looked it up. I did some research. I found some of the best beaches there. I heard Montevideo is uh, an amazing capital city because it's not too large, it's very manageable. And then I read about Jose Ignacio. Okay. <laughs> which is a very cool fishing village that's now On a lot of people's radar, kind of unfortunately. But it's very hip and it has amazing food. And a lot of the top chefs from other countries and from Montevideo, I guess, do pop ups there during the summer months, which are January. I don't even want to give my number one then. And, you know, there's lots of galleries and I mean, I think you can find affordable places there still because it's still, I think, enough. Like off the radar, but there's a lot of celebrities that go there now, and like
1: us, like the extra pack of peanuts podcast. <laughs>
0: no, I think like George Clooney. But anyway, Who's he? um,
1: no one if listening. It, if George it gets to Clooney. be a little
0: bit too, you know, fancy there, or too crowded. I also read about a place that I know Trav would like to venture to, maybe not to stay, but to check out, and that's Cabo Polonio. P- Polineo probably
1: Okay, I see it on the map here. Yep. I pulled up a map. it looks great. This it's right is on the beach.
0: A very, very small town. It has no electricity. Okay. No roads. And no running water. It is very hippie. Uh, <laughs> so not a place that I would like to stay, but I would definitely check it out. And I know that Trav, being the ever-curious soul that he is, would love to kind of see what the vibe is like there. So
1: That sounds great for a day. Yeah, for a day. <laughs> or two or yes. two. One overnight, maybe
0: <laughs> One overnight. But I just feel like Uruguay has a lot to offer, but it's not so overwhelming that if we wanted to bunk down, we could feel comfortable... Getting a lot of work done and then doing some fun things or going for a few days to other parts of the country, whereas Brazil, Argentina, right. Chile, like they're, they're so overwhelming. There's so much to see that I feel we it would be hard for us to get work done. <laughs>
1: yeah, I almost feel that way going to Uruguay because then you know, oh well, we're near right near Buenos Aires. We should go over. But you're right. In the fact, I mean, A, let's go. I'm sold.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I thought, I thought I that mean, you why would be um, very excited with my number one. And then when I actually did some research, I was like, this is definitely so then you right got excited about your number Trav's alley and up my alley. Well, I so. think
1: what's neat about that is, as you mentioned, Montevideo is, I'm looking Montevideo to uh, Punta del Este, which is kind of their uppity, resorty beach, upscale yes. beach area. Two hours. Yeah. So we're talking about the distance that it takes from us to drive from our house to the Jersey Shore right now. So you could easily do half and half. We're yes. like, all right, I want to be in a city, I want to explore this. Cool. Or you go somewhere in between or you find a beach town in between. I mean, the fact that it's smaller to me, or at least, you know, much smaller than some of these other places that you mentioned is is such a benefit if we're looking to do that type of bunk down, hang out. Don't see everything because, you know, hop over to Buenos Aires for five days so we can go there. But you're far enough from the rest of Argentina where it's a trek to get all the way yes. over to Patagonia. So you're like, not you know, this and trip.
0: Patagonia, oh, it's been so high on my wish list, you know, up there with Morocco and New Zealand. But for the sake of actually trying to be more organized and right, more well, efficient I'm, in our work, I'm thinking like Uruguay is the hotspot for and, us.
1: A benefit is that it's it's far, but not crazy far. Um, you know, it's pretty easy probably to fly into Buenos Aires or Montevideo and get down there. So you're not looking at two two days of traveling like you would if you're going to Southeast Asia, True. or something um, of that manner. That being said, my number one is far, and it's a lot of traveling. But <laughs> oh. I want you to. I'm not gonna. I'm okay. not gonna give you the name yet. I'm just gonna give you the write up that. Sold me on this. I put it as my number one and I started saying, all right, is January to March. I've never been there. Is that a good time to go? And I looked up, best time to visit, blank. Uh And here's what they say, January to March. A fantastic time to travel across the whole country. Blank is generally basking in sunshine and relatively dry all over throughout these months. Temperatures will be lovely and warm, although a touch cooler up in the hill country. Beaches on the south and west coast are dry, hot, and sunny. So basically, they said, go to this country, that country, one you already mentioned, Sri Lanka.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So to me, I'm like, I've always wanted to go there. It's cool that it's close to India. We've been to India, the northwest Part of India before it was crazy. It was a crazy adventure. I don't want anything as crazy, but I have always, like you mentioned, wanted to see southern India. Yes, more relaxed beaches, and obviously Sri Lanka, different country, but a same, a similar type of vibe. Not even saying we'd even have to go up to India. We could say let's go to Sri Lanka. Let's get that cool, relaxed vibe of mm-hmm. southern India in a cool, in a really neat country. And of course, then I read that right up of January to March, and I think, okay. This is the best time to go. Why do we not go here? It's cheap. Yeah. It's got amazing food, beautiful scenery. Again, not that people don't go to Sri Lanka. Certainly a bunch of people do, but it's still very much under the radar when you talk about the masses, general mass tourism.
0: And I don't know why I had it at number five. I think mostly because I don't know that much about it, so I wasn't sure how it would be to spend multiple weeks there. Sure. I'm sure it would be amazing. So I would say that from all of the things that we had on our list, my top two picks would be Uruguay or Sri Lanka. All right. So I so, don't know, what are you, what is everyone out there? What do all of you think we should do? Vote. Have you been to Sri Lanka? Have you been to Uruguay? Can you give us some recommendations? Where would you go if you could go for six weeks, somewhere in the middle of your winter? Because I'm telling you that I'm feeling the vibes of Uruguay or Sri Lanka.
1: And we're putting this out early, uh, early ish, <laughs> I should say, for us in September, because we do want to hear back from you. If, uh, again, we are open. That's how we love to travel. We love to meet people. So if people have opportunities, whether it be house sits, whether you have a place there, whether you know someone there, we'd love for you to connect us. Again, as Heather mentioned, I think we're, I mean, just as we talk through this podcast, Sri Lanka sounds great. Uruguay sounds great. Cartagena and Colombia would be fantastic. Mexico would be great.
0: And if Maybe you, there's even a spot we didn't put on our list. Right. So <laughs> if you have connections, if you have thoughts,
1: let us know. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts. It's all about this is why the podcast exists. Us trying to help you with destinations that we've been to. You giving us suggestions on places that you've been to that you like. Um, we'd love, love, love to hear them. So that's our list. And of course, even if you don't have hookups or suggestions let us know where you would want to go what is on your best winter destinations of 2018 list again you could do that at pack of peanuts on twitter at heather sherry on twitter right are you at heather sherry on twitter? i haven't
0: been on twitter in a while okay so she's not on twitter <laughs> just to at pack
1: of peanuts also follow us on instagram though because that is where we're super active we love interacting on twitter and instagram so i'm at pack of peanuts I'm at Heather Sherry. She's at Heather Sherry, and she is actually on Instagram quite often. So, thank you guys for that awesome Heth show. I'm glad, like Uruguay, not even, uh, didn't even cross my
0: mind. Yeah. Now I'm sitting here thinking, I was really excited for that number one because I knew that you would love it.
1: So, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to, if you're looking for a good travel backpack, Tortuga Backpacks, you can use the promo code EPOP. That's E P O P, all capital letters. That'll get you 10% off your entire order. Also, you want to get show notes for this show or any of our other shows, you can go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. Two more housekeeping items. New podcast, tentatively working with the name Ask Epop. Okay, so it's going to be your travel questions that I'm answering in short form, 10 minutes or less on very specific questions. Can he
0: do it? Can he do a podcast in 10 minutes or less? It's going
1: to be very difficult. Um, But let us know. Um, what your questions are, whether they're general travel questions or travel hacking. One of the reasons I decided to start this was that people had a ton of travel hacking questions about miles and points and credit cards, stuff like that, that we we talk about on this show, but it's this is a lot of general travel as well. So it's going to be very specific answering one of your questions. Use the hashtag AskEPOP on Twitter or Instagram. We'll find it. We'll get your questions. We'll get them answered. I'm going to be doing a lot of recording in the next couple weeks. So I'm looking for a lot of questions. Hook me up with those questions. No question is too silly or too, you know, people like, oh, it's a dumb question or too basic. No, just put them out there. I'll decide. I'll answer them. Hashtag Ask Epop. Don't forget as well, we've got two other things that if you're interested in travel, everything we do in our business sphere, in our world sphere revolves around travel. So if you're looking to travel more, build a lifestyle around travel, don't forget that we have a site called Location Indie. We also have a podcast called Location Indie. That's Jason from Zero Travel and myself. That's all about helping people create a lifestyle that allows them to be location independent and travel the world if that's something that they want to do. So we open that community up every once in a while. We're having a meetup in Denver this next month. So excited about this. So excited to meet people in person that want that lifestyle. So check it out, locationindie.com. Hop on the mailing list. You'll be the first to know when the community opens. We have a lot of free goodies. We have a cool um, bonus gift like guide that we're giving out called um, Side Hustle Success. So how to build a side hustle successfully while you're still working a job. And also, if you want the cheapest flights everywhere, don't forget, we got the JetO app. I haven't talked a lot about it in the last couple months, but we've got an app on the App Store and on the Google Play Store. So whether you have Android, or iPhone, you can get that J-E-T-T-O. That will send you the cheapest flight deals directly to your phone. It's awesome. We call it the app for the spontaneous traveler because you'll get a flight deal. I just got one that came up today. That Was said, it to Uruguay? No, but that would be awesome. <laughs> Almost as cool or probably just as cool. New York to Tbilisi, Georgia. And so Ooh. what's cool about this is you're not using it to search for specific flights. You're getting when a good deal comes from your airports that you select you're saying, hey, New York to Tbilisi, Georgia, 540 bucks in May. Maybe that's something you're interested in. Maybe it's not. We send you awesome deals. And that's why we call it the After the Spontaneous Travel because it just opens up that wanderlust. We've had tons of people use it to book amazing flights all over the world. So check it out, Jetto. You can go to letsjetto.com or find it on the App Store if you have an iPhone or a Google Play Store. That's everything, guys. Thank you so much for all the support, for all our projects. Especially for listening to the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast. the number one rated travel podcast on Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. That's, I guess, obsolete now. And uh, as always,
0: happy free travels. I'll show you very soon.